Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Inshallah, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Just want to share some quick, exciting news. I have a new ebook out. It's called Marriage Advice for Single Muslimers. If you have been thinking about marriage and you have questions that you need answering, such as once I get married, will I lose my freedom? What are the red flags I should look out for? What's a halal way of finding a prospective spouse? How can I get to know someone without dating? How do I know if he is the one? If they are the type of questions that you have, or maybe you have a friend or a sister who is thinking of marriage, but she needs some answers, then the book, Marriage Advice for Single Muslimers, is the book for you. You can purchase it at smartmuslimer.com. In total, I have answered 28 questions, and these are mainly, they're the most common questions that I have been receiving from sisters when I have done the Muslim Marriage Masterclass, and then when I, I am, they fill in the survey that's on my website. So take a look. It's uh, smartmuslimer.com. I have got the link in the podcast notes as well. And I'd love to get your feedback on it on the book as well. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to another episode of Smart Muslimer. Today, uh, this question that I will be answering is, uh, with the help of my, um, alhamdulillah, my guest, is um, what should a Muslim look for in a potential husband? Now, that's, I think that's a question that many single sisters have. And so um, what I've found is that we need more clarity when it comes to that answer. And we need, to, and the way we'll get that clarity, inshallah, is by following Allah's guidance. So um, let me introduce you to sister. Um, she is, uh, her name's Aisha Mari. And um, assalamu alaikum, sister. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Thank you. You? Alhamdulillah, I'm really well. Um, 
And mm -hmm. so you've been on, you're known as the Scottish Fever teacher on um, YouTube and Instagram. Can you tell me a little bit, well, let the you know listeners know what it is that you do? Um, I think primarily I'm just out there to raise awareness of what true Islam looks like, not the misconceptions and the stereotypes out there. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of, you know, good. So um, anything that kind of goes towards preserving the, the, the Muslims or, you know, Islam or anything that kind of shows the, a true reflection of what Islam is, is where I'm usually at. Mm -hmm. So Alhamdulillah, so it's Dawa it's, um, that you're doing at the end of the day. And what yeah. made you want to do that? Why did you feel you needed to well, okay, we, we know doing Dawah is, um, is an obligation, but like it's, yeah. it's not an easy thing to do, is it? To make videos, to Absolutely. put yourself out there online. What kind of pushed mm. you to think, I, I need to do this? Um, well, I was once a non-Muslim. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I, I reverted to Islam. I think that's the main reason. I know what it's like to be on the other side. And I know that all that's needed is some clarity. You know, mm -hmm. like it's real information about what Islam truly is. Yes. Um, because it, it's it's the most stunning thing ever. And it really is. Um, it saved me, you know, it saved me. And I feel like if more people knew about Islam and why it's here and, you know, knew Allah and knew their purpose in life, um, they would be much more happy and content. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just wanting to be a part of what gives that information to mashallah that's i, I think alhamdulillah may i reward you for your efforts um so okay so with this topic then what do you think um like why do you think it's important that um a single woman and we're focusing on the sisters in particular why do um they need to be really clear about what they should look for in a potential husband well, I think what Islam brings to Muslim women is their rights and their value. Mm -hmm. So I think when you step outside of the guidance given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by the son of the Prophet when you step outside that, you, and I hate to sound arrogant, but you devalue yourself, you know? So, um, I think it's really important that we are reminding each other, you know, that we're worth more and we're worth this, that and the other, um, as stated in the Quran and the Sunnah. Um, so I think just, yeah, being a part of what remains sisters of their mm -hmm. value. We are, we're awesome. Yeah, alhamdulillah. And, and this is it. I think that there are too many voices that young Muslim women are, are hearing and the, the loudest voice should be the voice of Islam. And I think, and that's what is driving me to, to do this in my podcast is because I see um, so much bad advice being given to Muslim women, well, even to non-Muslim women, really. It's, it's awful. And they're going into bad relationships. They're going into maybe sometimes rushing into marriage without thinking. And, and, and uh, the thinking really has to be grounded in the Quran and Sunnah. That's what yeah. will really help. And even it will then help deal with the challenges that their marriage, you know, the joys and the challenges that marriage give brings. When we mm -hmm. stick to Islam, that's what helps us get through it. Um, so, okay, so there's, 
Do you think maybe there are some negative stereotypes about Muslim men at the moment and they are feeding into the way women are thinking about men? Like, do, do you think there's a bit of negativity? I'm sensing there is. What, what, do, you, what uh, do you think? I think there's definite negativity when it comes to religious Muslim men. Oh, right. Well, I think there's a lot of negative connotations with them. One of the most common being harshness. Mm-hmm. You know, so when, um, for example, some women might think that with a religious husband, they won't be able to relax and be honest and open in their relationship. They might think that um, it will be serious all the time and they won't be able to laugh and, you know, th- there won't be any lightheartedness in their relationship. And therefore, believing that with a religious husband they will be unfulfilled which mm-hmm. I think is a huge issue mm-hmm. um sorry I can hear my son <laughs> that's okay that's kidding. absolutely fine yeah so sorry. you're right there is this stereotype beca- and and we have to question where have we got that stereotype from um yeah. that we can't ignore that the media portrays religious men so when we you know it's not just about the outer appearance but we yeah. have if you're if a if a guy has a beard, I don't even wears a dorpy, wears a thobe. Um, mm-hmm. What images are we given of, of that kind of man? And it is he's very stern and very strict. And yeah. um, so okay, and so also culture, culture mm-hmm. also plays a part. You know, cultural stereotypes play a part in that. And you know, unfortunately, there is some level of truth to the cultural stereotypes. You know, um, but is that connected to? what it truly means to be a religious man. You know, if we look at the Prophet he was the ultimate religious man. He was the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, and when we look at the dynamics in his home and his relationship with his wives, I mean, he used to race Aisha out in the street. You know, when she would drink from something, he would take the the cup or, bowl or whatever it was and he would drink from the same area that she drank from I mean that I mean is that not romance is that not um intimacy and love yeah yeah Mm. it's not that there's nothing harsh about that so I think our idea of what it means to be religious as well as you know um our cultural stereotypes and what we are fed in movies and tv show they all they all play a part you know Mm -hmm. because then what happens is with that stereotype then a muslim girl may be thinking well i don't then want to marry that kind of guy because i won't there there will be no romance there'll be no and there's just be harshness and um he's going to be it's all about rules and do this and do that that's the effect of that and so the thing is that we need to be much more savvy about are we absorbing negative stereotypes about Muslim because we could flip that and say the same kind of stereotypes uh, exist about Muslim women who are religious Absolutely. and then men are thinking looking at them thinking oh no she, I'm gonna have a really boring marriage um, and so yeah. we have to be much more mature and intelligent you know and discerning Absolutely. so that would be one of the first things so then okay so I think you've kind of answered this question a little bit already that how do we recondition ourselves about because ultimately the guidance we're given when choosing a spouse is that, of course, you know, there, there's different reasons you can get married. So it can be looks, it can be wealth, it can be family, and it can be deen. 
Um, and so if, and the emphasis on the Dean is what we should follow. Um, of course, you know, so how do we recondition our view of, um, you know, quote, religious men? Well, first of all, just to kind of um, say something on what you just said there, you know, like Allah gives us um, uh, what to look for first, and he gives us, you know, deem first, like you said. And we need to ask ourselves why, why he does that. Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell us to look at deen first? Um, because if we look at people and we look at life, people change. You know, the person that we marry might not be the same person in 10 years' time, mm -hmm. you know? So we need to look at why Allah tells us to look at deen first, and it's because through the deen, through deen, we will get our rights, mm -hmm. you know? If we are going by the dean, we will, you know, see the importance of our husband's rights. So uh, that is why we are told, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm not sure if it's in the Quran or in a Hadith, but we are told that good men are for good women. You know, so if you mm. want a good man, be a good woman. Uh, and if you are a good woman, look for a good man, you know. And good is a state. And... The standards of what good is comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his advice from Quran and Sunnah. Mm -hmm. Now that's interesting what you said about rights, that um, people um, are, and this is something I've noticed, people don't want to talk about rights because that seems, because again, we're kind of thinking, um, well, as long as what, what makes me happy is what I will look for in a spouse. So one of the things that he should do is he he's there to make me happy. Now, of course, marriage is there an opportunity to gain happiness, gain tranquility. But in Islam, there's more emphasis, if there is emphasis, and, and, and we can't ignore it, that a husband has rights and a wife has rights. And when we're, you know, researching and planning this put the, the stuff we do before we get married, it's important to educate ourselves about, well, what not only what are my rights what's he going to give me it's what what is he what has Ella said he can have because it, that's a more that's an unselfish way to go into marriage yeah and I think the thing is is Allah doesn't tell us that we can't have preferences in other areas Allah tells us look at the deen first and then look at everything else Mm -hmm. So we, we can look at other things, what's their hobbies, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when it comes down to it, through all the struggle and everything that you will face, because, you know, life is a test uh, and marriages can be difficult. When it comes down to it, you have to be able to go back to the Quran and Sunnah because they are what will keep you as an individual satisfied and fulfilled. You know, and that's on both sides. The responsibility is on both sides. And that is the very foundation that your marriage should be built on. So that no matter what happens throughout life, you can go back to that and you'll be fulfilled through that. Yeah, because again, going back to the dean that, so, okay, so you, you should look for someone who, so when we say dean, what kind of things is a, is a beard and is it the outer appearance that would um a woman should look I mean for? how do you judge someone no definitely it could be a part of it you know um uh, looking like a muslim um in terms of 
how they dress and everything does have a level of importance. But at the same time, it's not just solely down to that. Clothes are nothing more than material. It's about the person under them as well. You know, so for me, it's all about remembrance. You can really separate a religious person by even just the basic conversations, you know, like just constant remembrance and the conversations that you commonly have. And I don't mean always talking about um, the study of Islam, for example. Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example because <laughs> me and my husband were talking about religion yesterday. We were talking about, me and my husband were speaking about um, a, a video I'm looking to react to mm -hmm. um, that is based on a non-Muslim uh, and we were just kind of talking about him and you know his uh, credentials and stuff like that and some of the things he's known for saying and automatically we start going into like connecting that to our deen and connecting that to things Allah tells us in the Quran and connecting that to other examples of people who are, are religious and the mentality and so um, being Muslim is about looking like one, acting like one, their essence kind of oozes um, Islam because Islam is a priority in their life. Right so that's the kind of so for um, a, a young woman then so because these are because what I really want to people need practical Islamic advice, you know, kind of life advice. Yeah. And that we don't want to, there's lots of general advice out there, isn't there? Um, but so for yeah. example, okay, like one of the ways that I think we should, like in Islam, there's a strong emphasis on references that, okay, you know, people are fearful that um, they can say they're Islamic, but how do you know if they truly are? Are they being honest with you? You know, they can say whatever they want to, to you. Um, mm. So, the, it's, Islam puts a lot of um, emphasis on getting references about them from people who know them and so that's something that women should be doing and so now someone might think well with the internet age how do I get a reference from someone I meet online so now I would say you would need to question that when you do meet someone online you can't get genuine references but when you meet people through other, like people who know other people people through the masjid through your family using real people connection and then you can find out what are they like is that something that you did when you were looking into getting married um so my second marriage was a little bit different um in terms of how we met um so Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I, I won't get into that online. Of course. But yes. what, I, what I will say, though, is that if you want to know if a man truly respects you, mm-hmm. he will ask you immediately for your Wally details. I mean, there will Thanks. be no other um, conversation. There mm-hmm. will be no other conversation. You know, if he's asking for your Wally details, that is the utmost respect. That, that's how you know that he's taking you seriously as a human being, as an individual, as a woman. Anybody who tries to small talk you is wasting mm-hmm. your time. Even that's if they look religious on the outside and they have the best of character on the outside, if they're trying to talk to you in private or trying to have private conversations with you, they, they don't respect you. That's a Not brilliant point. Yeah, so that's yeah. it. So, so, sisters, you really need to, so the guy should ask for the details of your wali. Wali is gar- the guardian in, in Islam. So that could be your father. If your father's past, you know, isn't there, then a male relative who his whole the whole job of the wali is to protect your rights is to look out for you Absolutely. is to it's it, you know like 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 a PI that's your best interest at heart yes and they will ask the difficult questions they won't you know because a guy can't muck around with another guy whereas he can easily sweet talk you and 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 thank you so much I should remember saying that private dms and let's meet on our own you do not want to do that. That in Islam we no. do not meet in seclusion with a non-Mahram man. And again, this mm. is a, so. These are things we need to educate ourselves about. And because, um, so okay, because so, that's you know there are things there in pra- this practical advice that the Sharia has given us, and it has mm-hmm. life implications. And so when you're thinking, how do I know if I can trust a guy who says he's religious? That's how you find out. And now. Okay, if a guy then he does contact your wali, it doesn't mean it has to be like quick, quick, we, that's it, we're getting married. You still, no. you take your time. You ask, you have yeah. these conversations, chaperoned conversations. You need, to, you need to get to know who the person is. You, you need to get to know uh, how they communicate. Are they good at communicating with you? Um, is there any like kind of red flags? Do you not trust them from the get-go? Um <sighs> Uh, do are they religious I mean do they look like they're practicing their deen are they you know going to the mosque for their prayers or you know all that kind of stuff you need time to figure that out but you do that and the boundaries set Mm -hmm. by Allah you know you don't take that task on yourself because no matter how good you are or no matter how you know um good you are at reading characters mm. we are still people and we still have limitations and there are people out there who are very capable of lying and deceiving the best of, you know uh, of minds so it's about humbling yourself and if you yourself are really serious about finding someone that you can live a life with um, who can fulfill you and you can fulfill them, you need to um, start with a solid uh, Islamic foundation. Mm-hmm. So now, as far as the role of the family then, because it's some people, um, it's becoming quite common um, to bypass the family um, or think, I don't want to get my family involved until I'm sure 
or my family won't, I need to check the guy out first. Now, I think that's quite a precarious position to put yourself in, um, where when you don't get your family involved, first of all, in Islam, you, you must get your family involved. Um, but what would you say the benefit, what can you practically see were the benefits of getting your family involved? I mean, these are people who have your best interests at heart. You know, like they want to see you happy. Your family are the people who want to see you happy. So sometimes with us, when we get an idea of what a person is and what they can bring to our lives in our head, we run with it. But mm. just because we have the idea in our head doesn't make it true. Yes. You know, so we need outsiders, people from a non-biased perspective to look in and say, is this actually the case? Is he actually religious? Uh, is he going to, you know, treat her right? Is he going to financially look after her? Uh, and all the other stuff that comes with the, the husband role. Mm -hmm. So they are our protection. It's the same as the Wally. The Wally's there representing you. Then you have to get your, your families, you know, taken that now the thing is is a lot of families are not also like the thing is is with some families they mm -hmm. are not always following you know the uh, criteria of looking for um the best spouse for their their child mm -hmm. and i think this is also kind of missed with yes. with the issue you're you're talking about but at the same time, um, there's even processes to that. So don't not get your family involved because your family don't always go in accordance with Islam. Then you need to go to your mosque or you need to go to an Islamic centre. You need to get a mediator involved who's going to uphold the Islamic rights and then have discourse between the family and you know the potential spouse and the, the, the person um, looking to get married there's processes to these things so don't do yourself harm by shutting your family out even if mm. that's the case you know because yes. a lot of sisters do that and it's such a dangerous place to put yourself mm. and it also you, you know you could set yourself up for being really hurt and it's it's not yes. nice you know and mm. you really need to protect yourself from that yeah i think there's the emotional um heartache it can cause you and um and then you feel like you don't want to then you're put off marriage because of those bad experiences but I I think that the stories that I hear the real stories that I hear that people they sometimes put them they don't think this through, so they're going with they're either infatuated with someone they're allowing to think with their heart or their hormones rather than and again let's you know and lust rather than thinking the way Allah tells us to think in decision making you have to be calm you have to be objective um yeah. you have to balance it out with looking at what do, in, what does Islam say here because the love the romance that will all happen after the nikah it's like yeah. it, it, we've been totally taken in by the rom-com idea of having all the love and romance beforehand it's, it's like that's what's our kind of yardstick yeah. and if you think about in rom-coms you know when they, they do everything, the, the couple will date and do everything, and then they introduce them to their parents. And it's like mm. this really awkward and thing, and, oh, you have to agree whether... They're not actually asking for their blessing. They're going to do whatever they want anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see happening in between Muslim... The way Muslim marriages are being conducted. Um, yeah. But that is not our way. It's not healthy. 
I mean, mm -hmm. it's not healthy. We're, we're given this guidance for a reason, because yeah. this is our creator and he knows us better, you know, like both men and women. So, um, I mean, we just need to have faith in that. We yeah. need to have trust and faith in Agas Panamata He's our, our provider. He's our protector, mm. you know? So, you know, if you make sincere do what it is you're looking for, and then you go with, you know, um, the right intentions, you get the right people involved, inshallah, Allah will give you what you need, you know? Yeah, that's, so, yeah, so, so really the message would be that I would, you know, when we were, we spoke at the beginning about the different voices that we're hearing, and I think we really need to question um, those um, influences that we're allowing to dictate. And that is what's happening our the way we are going to, you know, when we're looking for a husband, what we look for them. Now, one, like I, I've noticed as well, I don't follow any particular, actually, I don't follow any Muslim couples, um, or even um, women, married women who, they're on um they're online so on social media and they they'll speak about their married life or even you know you'll have videos like our dating phase or how we got married or I married my best friend and when I look at that it's 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 so un-islamic the 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 lifestyle that they're encouraging young women to adopt and and you and you think you've that's again that is such a, that's become a really big influence so people look at that and think I want that if they're, they're so in love now and they were so they knew they you know that they were the one and they mm -hmm. gel together so like it's like a Muslim rom-com on YouTube basically and yeah. I just think again we have to they are not the but people the we should thing. follow it's not, it's not a Muslim rom-com it's a rom-com for sure yeah. but it's not a Muslim rom-com you know if you really want that then you have to again go back to your dean um in terms of rom-coms though if we actually look at uh, the kind of stories that pan out in these things there's always some sort of um tragedy or like controversy uh, controversy that happens you know like the 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 story always takes a turn for the worse or goes down a dark road mm -hmm. um, so really if you're going to be honest with yourself um and that's the thing it's storytelling it's it's not mm. real you know yeah. it, the, the, the the aim and goal of a story is to heighten your emotions and kind of mess about and so we need to be careful of how much of that we take in Mm, you yes. know we really really need to be looking at content that is food for the soul rather than the emotions and the, the mind and you know we I, I, gener I genuinely don't have a tv in my house oh I mean I do but not in my living room and mm -hmm. because it's not something we do as a family uh, mm -hmm. and it's a great way of kind of preserving that part of you I mean for many different reasons not just for this the specific topic for many reasons it's not good to constantly watch movies and tv shows because they do condition how we behave as well whether we realize it or not mm -hmm. so if you want a, a true muslim love story look at how the prophet was with aisha mm -hmm. you know like it, it, we have everything there everything is there that we need the guidance is there the stories are there the examples the motivation the inspiration is right there we just need to go to the right sources to find them 
Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. I think that's a really good good place to end, inshallah. Um, Jazakallah khair for, for taking the time to come on to the podcast. Uh, it was really nice speaking to you. And wow. um, and so, inshallah, if um, sisters want to find out about more of your content, where can they find you? Um, so I'm on YouTube and Instagram as the Scottish Revert Teacher. Mm-hmm. I also do some videos for BBC The Social, which is a Scottish platform um, within the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, look me up. Excellent. Actually, can I ask, are there any books or, well, books that you would recommend for sisters to read about um, marriage and preparation for marriage? Or is it really, um, is it the Sira, basically? Is that what we need to go back to? I think, you know, a good book based on the Sira is um, The Sealed Nectar. Mm-hmm. It is an amazing book. Um, there is sources out there. I would just be very conscious of who are the authors. You know, we, we don't want just popular Muslim, like you said, um, role models that are on social media. We want mm. them from people who have actual qualifications and can go back to the sources because there's plenty of books out there on marriage that help both the man and the woman, you know, because it's a two, two-way thing. You know, um, there's plenty of stuff out there. Um, but yeah, just keep going back to the guidance in the Quran uh, and look at the son of the Prophet Wasallam. look at his life through books like The Sealed Nectar. And um, as women, we should also be looking at the best of women and the best of examples for us. And that's looking at the wives of the Prophet Wasallam as well. So mm-hmm. Excellent. That's, that's because that's, that's something practical women can start to do today go start reading the seerah that i think that's excellent advice alhamdulillah jazakallah inshallah we must speak again uh and uh may you know inshallah i hope you have a lovely day for the rest of the day inshallah take care assalamualaikum this episode is brought to you by farhatameen.com a website that specializes in islamic stickers muslim activity books as well as ramadan and e-decorations Wholesale and reseller inquiries are also welcome. So visit farhatameen.com today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.